0: evening underneath the stars, and we'll find somewhere close we don't want to far, nor do we want the hassle You're in the call room. Car. I'm Damien Gibson. David Griffiths is joining me as always. You always look surprised whenever I say you're in the call room like you were like, what? We're, <laughs> running, we're recording a fucking <laughs> podcast? That's what I do. I sat down quiet at this <laughs> table on a Sunday morning <laughs> expecting a, you know. With microphones everywhere and recording equipment, but no that one little- said podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and joining us today is uh, Brendan Coglin. Do you want me to bring the AKA monkey into this or are you trying to drop that? Is that like an old... I, I, I made a rule for myself years ago that if I'm not drinking, then I'm not monkey. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, well, it is 10.30 on a Sunday yeah. morning, yeah. so... You monkey it is <laughs> <laughs> sure. sure. Welcome back. Uh thanks for being on the podcast, Ooh, man. Thanks for having me. Uh it's a good time. Brendan and I met in two thousand. Two thousand and two. Yeah. Or two thousand and three. uh that was the so days. just yeah. well, they kind of were. Uh but so just I don't know why I feel like I have to tell the listeners that, but we we did at uh It's been a long friendship. Yes. And, and lots of beer has been drunk. Lots of beer, lots of beer. <laughs> in this time. Uh, but, yeah, we will get to that later. Um, if we've got uh, Royal Mail stuff, did you want to do that towards the end of the podcast? Sure, Damien. You're in
1: charge. Whatever you think is best. Podcast, oh, okay. you say. <laughs> <laughs> did you want to we'll no, do that at the end? We'll do, do that at the end. end.
0: end. All right, cool. Well, well, let's just jump into the traditional sure. questions. Uh And then we can go from there. When... How deep do you want me to go? Oh, oh we'll, deep, we'll, man. Deep. We'll get there. We'll, get, we'll get, there. get there.
2: Okay.
0: Uh Where and when did you have your first drink slash get drunk? Because drink always ends up being like, I'm not oh, you again. regret here. <laughs> oh, no. No, no.
2: I remember it clearly. I can tell you both. There's two different stories. The oh, first time. Uh, <laughs> sit back, Damien. This is going to take care back. of itself. I have... Listen to it. The first time I had a beer was at Steve Burns' house in uh, Strathmore. Um, (laughs) It was a cold can of Victoria Bitter. Yeah. And it was amazing. You know how normally normally people go, oh, it's, you know, beer's so gross. And that's the kind of, you know, that's the story. Mm. But it was like, this is it for me. This is my. VB. VB, And I loved it. It was cold and it was amazing. I I remember it. As clear and as was day. this 2010, sort of roughly. <laughs> when are we? No, this would have been probably 1997 or oh, eight. Oh, it's a good year for VB. Yeah. It was a good year before they put the percentage down, so it was still full strength.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it ah, connoisseur. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell Brendan is a man from the northern suburbs <laughs> <Yeah>. of Melbourne. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maintain <laughs> your rage, brother. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and then the first time I got drunk. Until VB turned it, into it, piss. Yeah. <laughs> yes,
1: Christ. <laughs> sack it off. So I got the tattoo and I just I flayed my own skin off to get rid of that tattoo of VB.
0: <laughs> You're dead to me," I
1: said to them.
2: <laughs> so the first time I got drunk after that first
0: VB. Oh, so you didn't get drunk that time? That like you just had no. We 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 shared man. a six pack between four of us. <laughs> right. That sounds and it was very like familiar. A very
2: sensible. It seemed mm. like so much at the time. It's like we've got six <laughs> people. <laughs> they're there and they're ours. Oh my god.
0: Um, <laughs> Yeah. I can relate to that <laughs> yeah. so hard. It's really
2: it. And then the first time I got drunk was at my year 11 formal uh, mm-hmm. at the Victoria Hotel on Victoria Street, Brunswick.
0: Yeah, right. Ooh.
2: And they let us – Hang on, the look, after, formal the after party. The after party, after part, I was, the after say.
0: party was there. And That's a very low-key formal. <laughs> yeah, <it's> a, <laughs> yeah. It, it, More of an informal. Yeah, an mean?
2: informal formal. But they let us have it there. So we rolled in at probably – I don't know. It would have been really sensible – like nine thirty or ten yeah. or something, up so but like. it was like we're, all, it was, oh, we're up so late and we, and we all just like drank pots or probably glasses it like seven yeah. ounces. <laughs> I was like this is awesome, and then yeah. I walked home, and it was great. <laughs> I was, was like you no, know, I went to I went to school on the south side of the river, and then but then to have the after party on my side of town I was like I mm. walk home from here. How and, did that happen? Did you have, like, have
1: Brunswick uh,
2: from... A guy named Christian Vasquez organised the house. and, uh, and Not it was the Christian Vasquez. <laughs> the Christian Vasquez. And, he, uh, and he's organising the 20-year reunion coming up, Um Is I'm that sure. at the Victoria Hotel? I, I really yeah. sincerely hope yeah.
1: and so. And I really hope he's done nothing else in between. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's just yeah, been yeah. sitting there plotting, you know, <laughs> you know gonna, what? I'm going to make a return to the gonna socials. Come back.
2: I, I suspect <laughs> it was he... Knew someone who was willing to let a bunch of sixteen and seventeen year olds yeah. run riot. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. So it was pretty
1: good. They're two very positive stories. We're used to far more miserable. And, and I still
2: have this. I still have a very nostalgic um, time with Vic Bitter.
0: It's, it's yes.
2: It's always like you know. You know, just on a really hot day and it's cold and it's just like. <laughs> I feel the benefit of listeners at home. Brendan's yeah. currently pouring a VB over yeah. his head. Yeah, it's it's just a wash.
0: <laughs> I feel the same way about um, well, probably Melbourne bitter. Oh, well, that 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 comes to our yeah uh, meeting. But that was kind of that was pre Saint Jerome's as well. There was already a love affair with Melbourne yep. bitter, mainly because I like to be contrary. So I, was, everyone, I was saying
1: this to someone yesterday. The good thing about Melbourne was that you knew if someone was drinking your beers at a party. If you were the only yeah, person who yeah, took yeah. Melbourne to a 100%. party and put it in the
2: bath, you, you bastard, you're drinking my beer because you're drinking Melbourne. 100%. Well then it became if you're everyone just brought Melbourne. And it was the the span between old for Well, the Meredith uh Meredith Music Festival between yeah. probably two thousand and I don't know, not even for probably five years ago, when Fer- probably when Furphy really kicked, it was Melbourne bitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone there was drinking Melbourne bitter, but ironic like, Melbourne bitter. Yeah, a little bit, but it was also I like think it
0: started off that way, and then people were just like, "This is actually." Pretty I, I had a cheap beer. Separate to this, I had a very
2: very uh, drunk, belligerent conversation with a Cub <laughs> rep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when when you were belligerent, or they were belligerent, I, I was very belligerent. Um, I, when yeah. cider was really taking off so this was probably 2000 and oh, i just got back from england so t- 2011 12 mm. and i said put your bloody bombers in a can you jerks and <laughs> and he said to me with a straight face he goes we want to be serious and it's got to be a premium product so we're not going to put it in a tinny and i went fuck you you're an asshole i want to take it to meredith and drink 5000 of them and he went no, <laughs> i'm not going to do it and i said you're missing out mate and so now look at all these, look at all the craftings and tinnies and they're so much nicer. Yeah. Mm. It's better for the environment and you can, you know, well, probably not, you can reuse glass, but anyway.
0: Brendan Coughlin does oh. work for <laughs> Aluminium <laughs> Australia. Yeah. And has, cool. his own, <laughs> has his own smelter in the backyard. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was told. I've got, look, got we've been stops. accused yeah. of being pretty left-wing on this podcast yeah. so we thought we'd bring in some. Uh, <laughs> uh, 85% <laughs> of Victoria's power goes into your backyard. That bloody smell. <laughs> <laughs> and all you're doing is stacking it. up ingots. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, stuff does taste better out of a can though, I, I think. Yeah, it's lighter. <laughs>
2: you can go to a party with one, like one under your, your hand. I worked oh. at a
0: place uh, designing
2: uh, lunch boxes separately of all the things that I've done in my life. Uh, and I designed a backpack specifically for a slab of tinnies. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can put an, a, sh- a We've got to stop you for a sheet. second. <laughs> and you explain this to us. <laughs> I made a backpack that was kind of uh, similar in style to the um, what were those uh, Herschel? You know those Herschel backpacks? No, not no, no, uh, really. Anyway, those are the kind of like classic-looking, old-style like rucksack. Hmm. Um, Did you, you need know, to have it over
1: both shoulders, is that what? We yeah, have? yeah, mm.
2: yeah. Not a not a crumpler. Um, well, not the ABC. We don't have to. Censor ourselves
0: with, with brand
2: names here. Yeah, right? No, <laughs> maybe no. it'll just bleep over all the ones who don't agree to sponsor us later on. But uh,
0: we we hope to get sponsors at some point. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, crumpler, you want to send me and Dave a couple of bags? I'll yeah, 100%, 100% yeah. of Awesome, Jinny. So yeah. we can see how many yeah. can fit in an average crumpler. We'll do that on the podcast. How many cans can you fit in a crumpler? Mm. Waterproof. They've got to be waterproof. Um, mm.
2: So, I, we, uh, so part of the business they made. um freezer bricks, but they had this like, sorry, probably A4, A3 sized freezer brick that I thought, well, if you put that in a backpack in the pocket for a laptop, keep the everything kind of insulated, you can put your slab of in there, your ice brick in there and keep all your cans cold. How good is that? And That's they, they let me make it. And, and, and they it, it fits two slabs. <laughs> when you break it all apart, it fits two slabs, so they made a smaller one. Is it more? Well, are we talking backpack or are we talking trailer that you've got to look up to yet? Well, account? it gets it gets a bit heavy, but it was it was
0: awesome. So they'll let me do it. Are they available? Are they No, are are They, they retail. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they, they just didn't. They they went on sale in uh Big W and Officeworks and they just didn't sell. Oh really? What the, were they what were they called? They were what priced. was the name of that particular uh, it was for Smash, uh, Smash Enterprises, um, and I. My theory is they put the price too low. They were selling them for twenty-five or thirty bucks, and they probably should have been selling them for closer to eighty. Yeah, right. Um, because there's a thing that you go if you look at it and go, people buy on price with things like that. So they would have looked at it and go, "Oh, for twenty-five bucks, what's wrong with it?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> not knowing, and because we couldn't have, because it's all kids. No, no they it couldn't. Too We couldn't have advertised anywhere. <laughs> it's like, oh, I fit all your beer in. Um, it's no, nice. so it didn't sell. Because I'm saying that's why it
1: needed a name, like you know, beer yeah. you hall or yeah, something. <laughs> totally.
2: Can crumpler.
0: Can crumple. I mean, you're going to get in trouble yeah. with crumple there, but, you know. That's okay. Any like publicity that. is good publicity. Can, can sack. If you, if you <laughs> sat out the front. Can sack is awesome. Yeah. I'm buying a can sack. <laughs> can sack. If you sat out the front of Meredith and sold those for 25 bucks,
2: you would make a killing. It Ooh. was made specifically so I can walk around Meredith
0: carrying but my But you're like carrying my tinnies. Imagine you're stuck in the back of your mate's car and you've been in that, that queue to get into Meredith for four hours. And then you sit. Magically, monkey comes along. With no, a can we are. We, we, uh, we, like, we always give me one of those. I'm, I'm putting my cans, and I'll just walk, just in, in, walk there. in.
2: there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bugger you, Damo. I'm yeah. walking. 100%. See you later.
2: <laughs> uh, we all, we all always um, for the last uh, ten years we've uh, chartered a bus to skip the queue. It's the smart decision. That mm. that is really smart. Take ten cars off the road. And how many slabs can you fit on this? Bus. Ooh, I think upwards of a hundred <laughs> between between. Um, no, no, can bus. Hall, of was, course there was, there was, <laughs> <laughs> it was the can hall. It's between. <laughs> there was forty, usually forty people on the bus, and then we, yeah,
0: plus the eskies, plus all this <laughs> stuff. You know. Wow, amazing. Um, we've been talking about a lot of. CUB products so far. Uh, yep. You can hit us up, CUB, if you want to be a sponsor. Uh, are you into craft beer? As I well? am. What do you think? There's a good story to?
2: about that, too. Uh, so I, I've got to go to the start. So um, I had a, I think everyone has a friend or was that person Not me. when they yeah, were younger. <laughs> no, everyone, <laughs> yeah. ha- everyone had a friend or was that person when they were younger who just looked 25 when they were 15. Oh yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Damien's had a beard yeah. since birth. so, <laughs> oh, so you were that you were that guy. So, no, yeah, I wasn't. I, I actually <laughs> wasn't at all. Uh, I had a I had a friend named Evan who was uh who had a beard when he was probably twelve. Yeah. Um <laughs> and we would just go buy singles uh at this a bottle shop on Albion Street. Um I've probably not got a name, I'm not sure what the statute yeah, of limitations it is. They get rainy this afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, and we just would buy singles. And then there was a beer of the week in the age good food that we just thought, oh, we'll just drink those. And so we just like every week would go, we'll get that beer, we'll get one of them.
0: Yeah, right. So we, mm. we
2: tried quite a lot of different different ones and different styles and it was yeah. like, oh, yeah, cool.
0: When was this? What sort of so time this frame was, were we looking at?
2: This was the
0: mid-90s. Yeah, what 96, was... 96, Do you 98? remember what was floating around?
2: Uh, it was still like a lot of the... It was kind of like all the German Weiss beers started right. coming. Mm. Um, Franziskaner. Mm. Um, Hogarden was kind of in a can. Cooper's yeah. was just like, yeah, what's this? This is so different.
0: Yeah, Coopers mm. was the – it's yeah. weird to think of that. Yeah. Uh, it's like a gateway drug. Yeah, like, but like I would I, –
2: I, I, I think for a lot of people. Because it was it – was, it was, you know, like we're joking about CUB, but it was literally – that was all you could get. Yeah. 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 And it was so – you know, there's all these guys that I, I'm like – not heads with, but like just have working relationships with mm. that are like ex-CUB that are like – they they think they know everything, and it's like you you were. How hard is it to sell CUB in the in yeah. the nineties? It's, like, yeah, it's water, you know. Yeah, and it, when there's no other option, there's no it's other option. Absolutely, yeah, and they they think mm. they're these marketing geniuses <laughs> for selling CUB w- w- with almost w- with almost ninety percent market share. Get this okay. right.
0: Get this right. In the mid nineties, we decided to put Carlton draft. On tap. Yeah. You know I mean? it's it's like, a, we used the it's slogan, a, it's not twoies, and that's all, that's all you need to do. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's 100% true. Yeah. I remember going to the lounge and uh, uh, finding out- yeah, that that that, that, had, Which
1: is the name of a venue in Melbourne, not just a yeah. lounge in your house. No, no, no. Yeah. The,
0: the lounge is a very sort of famous cesspool of a venue on Swanson Street. Now
2: now deceased.
0: It has Although gone, there was- uh, yeah. no.
1: There was some ravy thing with young people there the other day. Oh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's been
2: mm. taken over and sort of kept the same by um, Maz Salt, who runs Section 8 and – Oh, right. Yeah, so it's all that. Yeah, mm. cool. And right. valley That's so, good.
0: I'm like, you know so – So it's I'm the same secret. vibe. I'm secretly mm. happy that it still exists. But, yeah, they had Stella. Like, I remember Stella – a trois. Yeah, yeah on on no tap. They used it. They had it in cans. We would drink it because we saw the Gallagher brothers drink it. And they, so uh, we thought that was cool. And then when I got to London, realized they were not cool yeah. at all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, a, yeah, then it was on tap. I remember we got very drunk one night drinking Stella off tap. But that was strange. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm, probably like, paying $8 a pint back
2: then going yeah. like – or $8 for 400 meals and going like, it's so expensive.
0: Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but then like sort of telling everyone – in the bar that you were drinking. Ooh. Yeah, I'm, I'm having another Stella. <laughs> it's the equivalent. Stella. Yeah, the equivalent of like a $24 pint now, you know what I mean? Like mm. in 1998. I don't know where I was getting the money to pay for that. But anyway, I'm sure I worked at yeah. out at the time. Um, what about at the moment? Are there some craft beers that you're into?
2: Uh, I'm I'm within um, spitting distance of Carl and Stella, so heaps. Um, I, I'm... I'm a big fan of mid strengths just from having a kid it's just like <laughs> oh, I'm like I want to drink a thousand of something but yeah. you know I've got to be upright mm-hmm. yeah.
0: um I have to make I, sure and, this little human lives
2: yeah and and but now it's like it's great cuz then there's not there's like uh venom refreshing ale which is a really good one mm. um like cooper's mild ale is pretty nice to give a crack have a crack at um Specky juice from Bodrigi is really good. Yeah. Um, what else? Then there's all the like this like uh, mid-strength sours. Just if you mm. need a change-up, because I, I like for a minute I'll, I'll do like if I was really putting a foot down, mm. I'd you know <laughs> go f- you know five pints and then and then go oh, I'm going to have a cider and it's like it it just kind of. Change breaks it up, cleanses, yeah, the palate. cleanses the palate a bit, but then it's like, then you get it's so sugary, and it's like you can't go back to beer after that. But I think mm. now with sours, you can go, Oh, this is not so heavy. I'm not drinking mm. like I'm not yeah. just weighed down, no. And, and just the fact that there's so many, this that there's so much choice now, it's like there are a lot of sours around, yeah. Well, just with any beer, like it's not, well, that's true, yeah. It's like there's days where I go. I get back to like, oh, I really want to just drink a thousand Vicks or a thousand Melbournes And, you know, that's, that's cool. But, you know, you've got to be money bags now. Like, they never mm. discount it. Mm. Like, Melbourne's never discounted. So it's uh, like, yeah, it's yeah. not an option. I just, <clears throat> nah, stuff yeah. Why do I do it? But yeah. like, pretty good. Um, but then now it's like, get a six pack from Carl and Sellers or wherever of something pretty nice. And, and know that it's like, it's not a I don't have a vengeance against CUB, but it's like, yeah, you know, you had you had a good for so long and you tried to suppress all these craft guys for forever mm. and,
0: no, nah, let them have the time in the sun. Oh Yeah, mm. for sure, man. That's uh, good. Your, we were talking before we started recording about living up north. <coughs> Excuse me. Yep. Uh, and we were talking about the Preston sort of area. Mm-hmm. Where's your favourite place to have a drink maybe in that area <laughs> I mean we've interviewed a few people around Preston I mean it doesn't have to be Preston if you, there's nowhere that you drink around there but I just uh, think it might be good to give the listeners an idea of you know
2: well I' got a um I did some work for a guy I did all his branding for a, um, a little bar called nasties mm-hmm. uh, so yeah that's that's been that's been really good he's, he's got a little neighborhood bar he, um yeah it's kind of up there with uh, Wolf and Swell. Um, what is it? Barton Fink. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carl and Sellers is always really good because they they have like the bottle shop part, but then you can just pay corkage on your mm. on your can. You so you can just you can try a few different things. Yeah, and and it's you know you can try a I don't know specialty beer from wherever that's something interesting. And it might only cost you eight bucks, yeah. where the mm. sa- like the equivalent if you're in a bar somewhere for that it would probably be north of twelve yeah, so mm. it's you can try different stuff in it that's been that's been really fun cool man um so yeah there's a plenty plenty of good little bars up there now um change world from two it years is ago. Yeah, yeah there's um there there's a pu- it's the only thing that I'm disappointed with up there is there's no good pubs there's no good pubs north of Ah, separation
0: street yeah um just in the sense of like a good front bar
2: yeah there's like the, it's kind of the lomond and going towards high street there's the peacock but mm. like in terms of pub it's all pretty it's pretty dire um full of pokies yeah yeah tab tab pubs are you know have their have their moments good to watch the footy, but mm. when it's full of pokies you just uh, no, nah. mm. you know, like, it does sort of subtract Croxton. The Croxton, album. the band room's great, but then the pub is just, uh, oh, so you, <laughs> Yeah, you've never been in no. there, but it's
0: like uh, almost two thirds of it is, is pokies. Yeah, right. Mm. And it's just. I've been in the band room a couple of times, I think, but yeah. yeah, but more and more, like, a band will be out and I'll, it'll be at the Croxton. I, yeah. Every time I will have to say to someone, where is that?
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. And
0: They'll be like, it's up here.
2: Well, now the metro's way. gone. There's no um, mid-range uh, band venue of that size. No, mm. and the uh, the well, that's the Croxton's fi- the only the yeah. Only one. Yeah, hi is smaller or Max. What is it? Was, max. What yes. is smaller than the Croxton. Smaller than is it really? It's tiny in there. They've got uh, they've got the two levels, but the the dance floor itself is pretty small. It's probably mm. it's probably. A bit over half the size of what the Metro was. Yeah. In um mm. On Strait, Yeah. Um, but then, you know, then the Prince Prince Bandroom was down for so long. Yeah. They were true. renovating the S the SB was closed for a minute and yeah. then that then the you know they reopened and thankfully they put the music back in there. Mm. And it's Yeah, so the Croxton was like that was the only venue of that size around at least in the north yeah that's like true. in the city like yeah they they could play stuff at the gershwin or the croxton that's kind of it oh.
0: mm.
2: you think and then and then the next size up is Festy hall yeah and so not every band can play that venue
0: no and then there's the
2: forum which is like if you got a spare you know 15 grand just to start like yeah. that's
0: you can play that but that's you know it's beautiful in there though monkey <laughs> if you
2: can if you it's can guarantee it's so beautiful it's in there so beautiful. You and know what I mean?
0: The roof is so beautiful. And I've got the bar downstairs. I mean, it is beautiful. But Jesus, yeah. every single person. <laughs> <goes. It's, laughs> yeah, it is. It's a good experience. Even my, my boss who went to a show that he'd never been there before, and he's a pretty gruff dude, and like he went to this show on the Friday night, and then on the Monday I was like, oh, how was the show that you went to? He's like, yeah, it was great. He's like, uh, the Forum, though. So, so beautiful. beautiful. So beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot the corner. The, the, yeah. that, that band room is big. The corner, man. There's not a worse smelling venue when there's no one in there. I've got to tell you. Sorry, Corner Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> when everyone's in there, it's fine. You don't notice it. But when you walk in there to like sound check or something, Jesus Christ. Something. There has to be a badger on her, right? <laughs> <laughs> Something's Something's I've smelled the corner yeah, on a, on a Monday quarter. morning. <laughs> Ooh, it's not. It's Did not you ever sound check at uh, Pony? Did you ever play Pony? Yeah, but you don't sound check at Pony. Oh, we you just well, we might. We might have. But the when you. In the in those days, yeah. when you played at Pony, it was two a.m. in the morning. That's true. And the venue had already Full, been open for like five hours. Everyone's so, crushing mm, darts all to day. Try, <laughs> yeah, to try and even get into the venue was a hassle. So yeah. if you could get on the stage and get your stuff plugged in, mm-hmm. fine, whatever. Have yeah. a crack. Yeah. yeah. And no one at that time in the morning, no one's like, "Oh, I think the bass is a little loud." You know yeah. what I mean? Like, no yeah. one's paying any attention. Your sound guy's been drinking for four hours, you know mm. what I mean? Like Yeah. You just gotta try and have as much fun as possible. You just yeah, trust everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we've done it right. Uh what about overseas, drinking wise? You've spent a lot of time overseas Oh, there... what continent? Oh uh, no, David Antarctica.
2: Yip- <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> haven't,
0: haven't started. Yeah. Where haven't we spoken about? We've spoken about Canada, the states, South America? Have you been anywhere in South, South America? America. Okay. I, I Why not you tell I can tell you about some probably.
2: I can tell you about places in the states that right. might not have been because I've got some buddies who live in Wyoming. Right. Uh, no, we, have we shout out to Wyoming. <laughs> shout out to Wyoming. And I went there with our buddy Phil um, in two sixteen, just before the two sixteen presidential election. Yeah, right. In, uh, deep red Wyoming very interesting and there was a little uh, and my mates lived in this little town called Byron and it was just the classic like small town pub and it was awesome Yeah, and I got into like and it was just like nothing but Jamison and Budweiser and Jack Daniels and I had a great time you could yeah. smoke inside I've since quit but like um <laughs> it was just like in case you're listening you know, <laughs> just like you know, get into. I ended up getting to like these really heated, drunken arguments, as you do at the pub with like random people, and then this thing in the back of my mind just like clicked over and I go, "Guns, Brendan. These people probably have guns." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, you know, going. oh, Colin Kaepernick should be reinstated into the NFL, and he's you know he's been hard done by." And these people with, uh, just, yeah, yeah, just go like, "Look at this Asian guy. He should." Just get out of my town. Mm. And, and just like that moment ago, hey, have got to put out an olive branch. Let's just, we're not going to agree on this. I'm going to buy you a Jamison. Let's have a, <laughs> let's, have, let's have a Jamison and, you know, and call it quits. And most people, to their credit, went, yep,
0: yeah, all right, cool, thanks for, you know, this is getting this is getting too much. Where is, like, you have to excuse my ignorance, where is Wyoming?
2: Uh, it is west of the Midwest. Right. But east of Oregon. South
0: of um, oh, oh what's that?
2: It's north of Colorado.
0: Oh, okay, that right, right, that okay.
2: Um, I can't remember the state that's north of it. Um, but yeah, it's it's in between the Dakotas. It's all and good. Everyone
1: else probably knows exactly where it mm. is. It's just especially yeah. our listeners in Wyoming. That you know yeah. where you are. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the <laughs> you look at, you look at yourselves every day.
2: Yeah. So it's just. East of the Rocky, the sort of northern bit of the Rockies, right? Um, south of Montana, yeah. Um, I feel like you haven't mentioned only two states in the whole yeah, USA yeah. now, yeah, so yeah. I can <laughs> I can place it perfectly. Um, and so we drove from LA to Wyoming, yeah, right through Utah, which is a terrible place to drink. Utah Fucking Mormons, <laughs> yeah, they are. Right. Uh, they put a really serious tax on any. Beer over, um, so talking about mid-strengths before, but mm. like any beer over mid-strength, so instead of just making a sp- mid-strength specific beer, they just water down Budweiser and it's gross. Ugh. Yeah,
0: that mm. sounds <laughs> really, truly <laughs> awful. Yeah, <if> <laughs> saying, that's bad <laughs> enough <horrific> to start <laughs> with, Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. and uh, um, but you know Yellowstone is an incredible place to drink a beer. You know, looking yeah. up to the Grand Tetons, that would be just pretty outside. Amazing. And they're, they're kind of just outside people. So you just like take beers out into the woods and, you know, shoot something. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> like Australia, like opinionated Australian tourists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Colin Kaepernick fans. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it was, uh, it was quite confronting actually, but it's because that it was. Um, yeah there was just been a an, another one of the more deadly mass shootings in florida that happened not long before
0: hmm.
2: and then you know my mates there just go oh here's an ar15 here's a sks here's a you know it it's just like yeah, right. what an, where are you what yes. on earth are you, are you doing and they're just like yeah oh, i think I'm, and then just you know hanging out at people's houses um and and they're just going like, oh, I've just got to get a new gun safe. So that one's full. And I'm like, it's okay. bigger than a walk-in <laughs> fridge. <laughs> Talking about cool roads. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> do, do you
2: realize how many tinnies I could put
1: in your gun yeah, safe? Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
2: But, uh, you know,
0: maybe semi-automatic so shotguns. Maybe that's a buy back scheme that America could get behind if you just oh. continuously replace it's incredible. beer for their guns. But the size of the gun cabinets. Yeah. (laughs) But that gets replaced every month. I mean, it's going to cost America quite a bit of money to give every single American (laughs) a month's worth of beer. (laughs) But, you know, it saves people's lives.
2: They just, there's just been, there's no give at all. Mm. They don't even want to license people properly, Mm. but... With this, this is not a gun podcast. This is a beer podcast. No, it's last time I checked, I keep trying nice. to make it a gun keep podcast. But David doesn't like <laughs> it. That's, right. That's a bit <laughs> eye <higher to that.
0: laughs> Um now. So Do, drinking beer
2: in America is great. There's, a, there's a, actually there's another good bar in uh, Los Feliz in LA called the Drawing Room. Yeah. So when me and Phil landed at 6am on Monday morning, right, we just thought we'll just drink through today. Yeah. And uh but, <laughs> the you know, str- it's like it's, like it's like it's <laughs> like landing in landing in like and and we were so lucky, like um where we were staying was just right near this bar. Hmm. So we went for a walk and we're like, oh that bar looks so sketchy. <laughs> so Those dudes just like coming out and clearly being awake all weekend. Yeah. And it was like um it's like landing in Melbourne and staying across from the Tankerville and just <laughs> and people who have just been on a bender and and they get to the point where they they go no other bar will let let us go so Monday morning let's have it like yeah. and so this, this bar was like their thing was the Monday morning kick-on really? and so we got there in the middle of the Monday morning kick-on and we're just like yes Jamison <laughs> let's dance <laughs> and so, what was going on thing, in there? There's a thing called the drawing room pour, right? Which is five you, ounces of Jamison, which right. is about 120 yeah, 130 mils yeah, in a right. like, yeah, you call it an old pony yeah, glass. Yeah, kind of yeah, thing. yeah, pretty much. Uh, Jesus, and it was that was
0: 50 there cents. There was a couple of those, <laughs> oh, I was probably seven bucks, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's that's a very shot. cheap,
2: yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's this is today. And I ended the day asleep on the on the footpath, eating fish tacos. <laughs> <laughs> it was
0: awesome. <laughs> that sounds like a very and then we good yeah and then day. we went back to the
2: bar to hang out with the uh, one of the bartenders who owned it um, and watched the World Series with him. Yeah, right. The Dodgers and no, it wasn't. It was the Championship Series. So it was the Dodgers and Cubs. So watching right. the Dodgers in, L- in L.A. In a with a bunch of like Mexicans, right it was
0: awesome, yeah, so good were they going off,
2: Yeah. yeah I know it they it was sort of game three, I think by then right um they I think they lost that series that was the year that the cubs won, right um yeah, it was great um
0: watch yeah you,
2: watch drinking beer at the baseball is a good time. I've heard that, yeah mm. it's like, like drinking at the cricket, except people come to you with yeah beer. come to you.
0: That's the – that's 400
2: with the tall tinnies, 440 mils.
0: I don't think it will ever happen, but it is something that needs oh, to happen. You get, you oh, get absolutely a blasted. A
2: It's – you know, baseball go, is, is pretty slow. It's like – yeah, it's like test cricket, mm. except it, go, it only goes for three hours. Well, three when, and a half hours. When
0: I went to the test this year, uh, and I wasn't drinking, but there were guys being thrown out for stacking beer cups. Yeah. You know, so mm. they've had five or six beers and they've stacked – you know, six plastic cups yeah, together, right. and then it ha- must have happened four or five times where security guards came down, either took the cups off them because they're going to make a beer snake, right? Like, just Ooh, harmless, fun- deadly, no, the deadly, <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> deadly, deadly beer, beer snake. snake you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's no way they're going to implement yeah, people going to seats to pour <laughs> beers no, for no people. Way. Not here. No, no, it's good. we we
2: competitive drinkers. Is is all the uh, is that's true? That's true. What I've learned about Australians. In all my time traveling, is that Australia? We are very competitive when it comes to drinking. <laughs>
0: <It's> <laughs> that's because we're the best in the world at yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it. Nah, I'm gonna
2: drink you under the table.
0: <laughs> we just do it. Yeah,
2: and you know when we're overseas, we like don't back down. That's really bad yeah. because when we're here, it's it's that's you know it's fuel for people who go. Ah, oh, everyone, it's just a drinking competition. And it's like yeah, well. Cricket kind of, kind of is.
0: Yeah. No, I had a city versus country horse match racing. along those lines at the Koryong uh, horse racing <laughs> mm. where a couple of me and a couple of mates went up to see a mate who had moved up there and we literally had a city versus country drinking match, uh, which I think was declared a draw at about 2 a.m. in the morning that mm. morning and we started at 8 a.m. Yep. But mm. the, wor- that's, the reason why I remember it so vividly is because the worst hangover I've ever had mm. was the next day. Because yeah. I was drinking white Russians and a whole bunch of other oh. things. That, yeah, like yeah. It, it's, very, <laughs> it's very... It's very... Uh, a litre of milk, I think, a litre and a half of milk I got through. Yeah. After beer and wine and scotch.
2: Yeah. I was drinking in New Orleans um, good. <laughs> and we're at this bar called the Maple Leaf and they didn't have any milk and a buddy I was travelling with um, who had really bad uh heartburn from ha- indulging too much in cocaine that he bought in New York um just decided he needed to drink white russians and they didn't have any milk so he goes oh just replace it with baileys so it's uh, it's, as, it's as nice as a white russian but yeah. it's as strong as a negroni yeah and yeah
1: <laughs> he uh, uh, just just got wrong new in new orleans, orleans. Oh,
2: and yeah talk about guns like new orleans if you're and this with this bar was like, you know, it's like being in the suburbs in Preston. Right. And talk about another bar that was really good to drink at Snake and Jack's Christmas lounge, but we can talk about that, that later. <laughs> um, the Yeah, he just got hammered. He drank about ten of them. Yeah, of course. Was just, and was just like, why am I so drunk? And just drinking white Russians. It's like, no, that's this is Do you remember that bit earlier <laughs> yeah. on where yeah, you yeah. <laughs> said, you You're know drinking many. two and a half shots of of um,
0: of liquor You you called your own stipulations on this one, mate You can't yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. you can't yeah. freak out at the end of the day yeah. like, oh, I'm so drunk Yeah, <laughs> exactly I mean, I've only been drinking Long Island iced teas all yeah, day yeah. I, don't know, I understand So it's later of that night back of a cocaine <laughs> bin <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <Exactly. laughs> I just love how it's sort of not even the coke that of pushing story that is day. It's like, oh, I've got a bit of coke heartburn <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah <laughs> I okay. <laughs> Need some milk. I need I need a <laughs> I need to indulge in something that's just gonna help this out. That's the worst case of it was a <laughs> like very indul- homespun <laughs> pharmacy I've ever heard in my life. Was a milk in- fixers, <laughs> harping. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very indulgent trip. Uh, that sounds great. Um okay, so this is the com- the question that can throw a few people. Sure. What is the Funniest, Off the back of that strangest thing. I feel like Monkey's going to have a, a good story for this. Uh, what's the strangest, funniest thing you've seen happen? Uh, in I'm going to
2: I'm going to divert to somebody else. Um, oh, I've seen oh, a few. You're gonna ring, ring a friend. <laughs> I am going to ring a friend. Uh, we never really introduced how we met. Um, we met at a little bar in the city called Saint Jerome's, um, mm-hmm. which is, and I I, I met Jerome, one of Jerome's sister's mates on a tram at just drunk and just. Got to chatting and then they're like I I told her that I painted stencils and she's like, Oh, the guy that I'm working for needs some signage and I'm like, Okay, cool, no worries. And then so we worked out that he'll just pay me in beer. And I'm like, Great, perfect, I'm into that. I was thinking <laughs> I was eighteen or nineteen at the time. Um and this bar was
0: just loose.
2: Uh, it, yeah. it it started off loose and it, then it got uh wilder
0: but um there I, was I like, I like to think of it as uh if you've ever seen the show the young ones
2: <laughs> imagine <laughs> a
0: bar in that house you know yeah. what i mean like if rick just opened a door and there was a bar going on that's yep. so, that's saint James. Mm-hmm. that's the one no rules no one looking after anything yep. yep so
2: uh after it closed um i did a whip around for a lot of the regulars and the staff and people kind of associated with it to uh, just tell their best story, um, Ooh. and it, it never got compiled into a book, unfortunately. But I, I'd, I'd still have them around. Um, and I got a story from a guy named Mark Ferrugia, who mm-hmm. was a long time, cleaner of Saint Jerome's. Oh, <laughs> so Keep do go on. <laughs> It was so St. Jerome's was at the bottom of the old uh, Maya um, office. Yeah, it's a department um, store in the middle of Melbourne. Yeah. No, it was um, so the, the Lonsdale House, which is now Emporium, was the original m- head office for Maya. So they mm-hmm. had their social club and like a gym and just stuff, like when back when they sort of looked after all their stuff, sort mm-hmm. of uh, socially as well. Yeah. Um, and so all the plumbing was just super old and St. Jerome's was at the bottom of this kind of web of old plumbing mm. and every now and then, mm. like, it would just back up. So that's a kind of introduction of how this story goes. So Mark Bridget, who's a cleaner, who is an absolute saint, but uh, he also moonlights with his brother with a goat farm somewhere somewhere um, in near Wallen, anyway. Um, this <laughs> Shout is, this out to this all is, the goat farmers in Wallen. <laughs> Shout out to the goat farmers in Wallen. Uh, so, Mark Ferrugia, the cleaner. This is his story. This is the story that he sent to me. Uh, the toilets got clogged up. There was a pit that needed to be regularly cleaned out, and it overflowed. So, someone decided to flush the toilet. So, someone decided to flush the toilet, but they must have stuck a toilet roll down there or something, and all of a sudden, a load of shit came com- is coming out of the toilet. All of this shit and toilet paper is flowing down the dance floor and people are dancing in it. I walked in there and thought, what the hell is that smell? Everyone's carrying on like there's no tomorrow and their feet have got shit all over them with toilet paper hanging from their toes. I stood on the decking and that's where I stayed, watching all these idiots dancing in shit. I had to clean it up. The good thing about it, the good thing about it is they left at two thirty in the morning, and I made sure I didn't get get in there until about seven, so all the shit was dry. I bought my gumboots, got the high pressure hosed, and pushed it pushed it straight out the door. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just the the stuff because, like Saint James, the outside bit was also in a laneway, like it was in a loading dock. Yeah, and just the just the stuff that happened that people just didn't care about. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> just
0: <laughs> nothing sums up. That's I mean, there's plenty of stories that sum up Jerome's, but that, that story a, sums up Jerome's perfectly. That, yeah. like, everything was going wrong and everyone who was there was paying no attention to it. And then the next, we'll worry about it the next <laughs> yeah, day. Right. And then the resolution is, we'll just push it out into the <laughs> laneway. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hose it out there. Hose it down. <laughs> Don't worry about
2: it. It was held it's, together. It was just held together with, with yeah, gaffer tape, gaffer tape
0: and, and, and and cable ties. And, and my, extension cords. That's my lasting memory of, like, extension oh. cords going everywhere to keep this thing.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> like, what they'd done is um, – so Johnny Sparks, who was Jerome's mate, who was the electrician, um, he – he pat, like I don't know I don't know how he did it. He ran a cable into Lonsdale House, which was so which was also abandoned. So he ran a cable in there and then and then hardwired into the um, fuse box of the, of Lonsdale House. So just had free power, <laughs> just bootleg power. And 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 <laughs> I only found out about it sort of years later. And so then Meyer came along when they were selling. Um, Bonsdale house when they're selling that asset that uh, mm. an emporium came along to buy it. They inspected it all and they just went, where's this cable going? <laughs> and then came out this door that was downstairs and like, Oh, it's, it's coming in here. Like this is powering this bar. What on <laughs> earth is happening? So they just flicked it off. So, and then, so they ran out of power. So that's, that was the generator. Years. Ah, I don't know if you remember. The generator
0: years. No, I remember it. Had a genie Man, I was there so much that that, it became, I would tell people, "You meet me at the office. You yeah. I mean? And people knew where I was. It was the, the last booth yeah. in the front of St. Jerome's. Oh, yeah. And if I got in there and other people were sitting in there, I'd be pissed. Yeah. Like it was, By like it should have been, yeah. I was the font. Rogued of off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was just yeah. there all the time, but probably a bit too old to be hanging out with everyone who was there. Just yeah. weird. But I had a good time. It was, I so think. Good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The other thing that was going for it,
2: it was there was... The rumour started... So, it was open for seven years. Really? It's as long as that end. No. I thought it was five. 2003 to 2010. Yeah. Oh, 2010.
0: shit. Oh, 2002,
2: yeah, okay. 2003. Well, 2003. I lost two years. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's all. <laughs> but there was... It, it was like there was a rumour that had started four years earlier. So, it's, it's kind of like... It, it, it was slow at the start and then it kind of got popular and popular and then the Avalanches played there and then it was just like, and Lily Allen played there and it just went boom and it got mega popular and then Laneway Festival started and it just sort of never let up. But then even when it started to get like just physically dangerous for everybody, Mm. there was was like – it was going to be closing in two weeks. That was the rumor. Mm. It's like, oh, this bar yeah. is closing down in like two weeks. Oh, Maya's selling the biz, the um, the building. Oh, it's gonna it's gonna be gone soon. So everyone had to get their last weekend in at Saint Jerome's for over four years. Yeah, George, And, and, on and it just went basis. <laughs> bananas. Yeah, I remember that. It's yeah. just
0: constant. Like, yeah, that's
2: I've, I've spent I've spent a lot of time um, with Jerome and Danny Rogers mm. um, trying to work out just what it was that made that joint special and it can't be recreated that's what i that's my conclusion As, as as a convergence of so many different factors yeah that it was like the city it was kind of like at the very end of that um push to let to uh, relax the liquor licensing to let smaller, yeah, to get smaller venues, back into but then the CBD and, and, stuff, and the yeah. CBD was still quite cheap, so the rent mm. there for Jerome was really small, yeah. so he could afford power it wasn't bad either. Apparently, the power, well, he had no overheads.
0: <laughs> um, I'm sure, but that's still. All these stories, I think, is the allure as well. You know what I mean? Like, it had that kind of like, I mean, it's going to sound really wanky. It was like a punk rock aesthetic that, like, just like, it was a bit DIY and it was loose. So you could, you kind of felt like you, it kind of felt like you were hanging out at a mate's place Mm. who didn't give a shit about his house. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Totally. And you could do whatever the hell you wanted. And, like, everyone was very like minded. The mm. people who were regulars were all either artists in some way or a musician or, like, Mm. they would. They had some sort of side hustle that was art. It was a very sort of artistic yeah. place as well with the clientele. Oh, you just think so about
2: you think about the bands that came out of there, hmm. and it's like temper t- trap. Temper trap for, for starters. They they all worked there, um, yeah. <laughs> and they begged and they begged and pleaded Jerome to be put on the bill for the Second Laneway Festival. I remember that and um, for months architecture month architecture in Helsinki, um, Alpine. Yeah, uh, who else? Because Phil from Alpine was a regular.
0: Yeah, he was um, a really good motor miner at, yeah. at that time. Um, so many others. And then like all the, the kids who worked at Myers would come in as well. Mm. Anyway. All anyway. right. Uh, we're probably getting a bit distracted here. <laughs> 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 We've obviously just spoken about drones at, at some length. How You were saying you kind of alluded to it. How did you – because you ended up doing quite a few sort of like uh, – I'm going to sound really old and white, but like a lot of sort of street art murals and stuff for him. How did how did you get how did you get into doing that in the first place? Well, that
2: it's kind of a similar story with street art in sort of early two thousands and graffiti. Um, it was changing from like painting on trains uh, into like painting on the streets. So city lights and Hosier Lane was kind of hmm. going on. Um, Then in Center Place, uh, just off to Graves, that was happening. Um, So Andy Mack, who was there, uh, he was organizing a lot of stuff. Then there was also Blender Studios on Franklin Street, which um, was a real big sort of hub of um, graffiti artists. So at at that time, uh, Prism and a guy named Prism and 610 had a studio there. And Prism ran a website called Stencil Revolution. Right. And out of that, there was Roan and Wrecker and Sync all got a studio in Blender. Yeah. And then they all put Everfresh together because they met at Blender. Right. And then they got a spot in Collingwood. Sort of, this is all around like 2000, early 2000s. Mm. Um, and then we sort of slowly got permission from all the um all the businesses on Caledonian Lane and, and sort of turned it into a bit more of another gallery like yeah. Hosier Lane Ooh. um back when Hosier Lane was a bit more curated now it's just like uh, pissing up against the wall and yeah. um, and it's amazing that like that when that when all those guys like hosed it uh, a few weeks ago yeah. that all these people just get incensed it's like oh our graffiti's being ruined by graffiti <laughs> <laughs> oh no
1: the outrage <laughs>
2: but that, was the, nice that was the nice graffiti that was the nice graffiti that was that was the allowed graffiti that gets painted over on, yeah. on an hourly basis yeah uh, and and then when uh, andy mac had that studio and there was a bit sort of a bit more control that people would have their, like, little spot and he would organise big murals to go up there and it was kind of big productions and there was a kind of agreement amongst crews or, like, groups of people that, I oh, will leave it, we'll leave it for a month, two yeah. months, yeah. Th- so that people can see it and see it being shared. But now it's yeah. just, like, it goes up on Instagram, it, it's permanent, that's where it needs to live and then someone can yeah. come and paint over it. And it's yeah. it's a bit, it's a total shame because it was such a you know important laneway but now it's yeah just this. super messy like deb deb had a piece up there um for almost five years that, yeah. that was the ganesh piece at the top yeah. of it lane and and that was that was left for the longest time and then mm-hmm. and then it's suddenly now it's like oh anyone can go down there and paint and there's people who busk fine but like they're painting a piece and they've got like a little hat going can you pay right it's uh it's pretty Mm. full-on it's just it's just it's just changing and you know everyone a lot of the guys that i know know the value of what they do yeah like um lister um anthony lister in brisbane he got busted painting graffiti somewhere and he like like criminal damage kind of level Um, Hmm. and he went to court and he argued and which I think is a pretty reasonable argument but he didn't get away with it but he argued he argued he goes people pay upwards of you know thousands and thousands of dollars for my artwork um, and it's more genuine when it's on the street Hmm. I'm adding value to this building, and pulled up pulled up examples of like in Fitzroy where they go, oh check out this this house that mm, we've got. Mm. It's got authentic authentic Fitzroy graffiti on your house. It's bonkers! That's that, that's, that's a sell- that's a it, selling it. point. It's yeah. like your house has got graffiti on it. It's yeah. been pre-graffitied. It's yeah, like, <laughs> you know, you've cut your jeans already. You know. Oh look here, dear. It's already yeah, been yeah, graffitied. yeah, graffiti. oh, yeah. going to save us hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, uh, it was a it was a really important time for
0: street art worldwide, I think. Uh, what happened in Melbourne in the 2000s. Mm. But that's a, that's a lasting memory of like every time. And I probably wasn't even paying any attention to it because I was mm. drunk the whole time. Yeah. But every time so, I walked no, so down I like. the alley, <laughs> every time I would walk down the alley, you know, I, I probably met you, like a whole bunch of really yeah, cool artists yeah. I had no idea. You know what I mean? Oh, like, hey, okay, what you up well, to, man? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and guys who were...
2: You know, Hiro, who just came here on a tour, he's, he's just got invited back by the um, NGV to do some workshops. Yeah. And he's based out of Berlin. Wreckers over there. Roan just um, convinced Heritage Victoria to take over Burnham Beaches last year in yeah. um, the Dandenongs. And it was just seriously the most incredible thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And so all those guys started doing stuff. On a small scale mm. in the 2000s. Yeah. And St. Jerome's was part of it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And it was definitely like, yeah, let's go drink long necks.
0: Mm. Well, that kind of leads into the next couple of questions that I had. So I suppose I can kind of wrap all of them into the one thing. You did a, obviously did, a, not obviously, you did one a mural at the front of Thousand Pound Ben. Mm-hmm. That was you, right? Yep. How did that?
2: Oh, so that was, was that just t- part of Laneway. That's not, a, not as interesting. That was just like a sign writing job. Right. So I so. Um, I, I I kind of uh, about ten years ago was like I was working in kitchens, and working in hospitality and freelance. I was a freelance designer, mm. and I was kind of like not quite either. Right. So I had to make a decision: uh, am I going to dedicate like? my career to being a chef or mm. to being a designer because right. um, I, I, you just can't do either properly Yeah, just when you're half cooking it um, and which probably is different now but that's a different thing. Um, so I, and then I got a, offered a job to be a designer at Smash where I designed that backpack that fit right. all the beer. Mm, the yeah. can sack. The um, <laughs> can sack. I love <laughs> the cans. So I became a designer um hmm. i had been designing stuff forever like i did the early laneway posters which i cringe at looking now but that's that you should you should cringe at things you did you know 20 years ago because you know you, um, you should grow in that kind of time um, oh
0: no i was i was in bands. Brendan, and i yeah i yeah. completely understand i can't look at or listen to any of that at yeah. all like I mean, yeah. there's a part of it that's like, oh, yeah, it's, I'm proud that I did it. But, mm. like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Whenever you get a new job, eventually you're sort of just waiting for someone to find it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you'll sort of, like, you'll you yeah. tell people, like, oh, yeah, I used to play in bands and stuff. And then someone always goes off and, like, tries to, you know, does some detective yeah. work. What I, what comes I find back and is like, you look like Noel Fielding in this photo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You Thanks got, for you, reminding me when I was good we, looking. We, <laughs> we, <laughs> we,
1: listeners, listeners, go on and do that detective work for yourselves.
2: You got jet quite a lot yeah, with all the, lot the stuff jet, yeah. uh, at
0: St. Jerome's. That's a whole other story. I, I think what, what, I, what <laughs> oh I'm... Oh, no, it's happening again.
2: <laughs> the, uh, the positive part of me goes when people bring up things that I've done that long ago is that um, they were, they're commending the kind of effort and like the naivety that I had I thought I was great back then but now I've learned since that it's like, no, I'm not that good and that's a, you know, also <laughs> a good place to be because you're like, yeah. no, I can get better. There's a place to go. But I thought I was like top of my game yeah. when I was 20 and it's well, like, no, yeah. no, 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 <laughs> but, no but, but that kind of effort, you've got just you've got to balance it up, I think, just that kind of effort level and sort of work hmm. and, but knowing that it's like, yeah, this is good for now but I'm going to be better in the future. Yeah, hundred percent. And I'm sure that's the same with beer. Yeah, and it's kind of good that you just like make beer and pack it away and make a new one.
0: Yeah, no, you that's a- like
2: I've been listening to past episodes of yours with um, brewers, and it's like it's great. Like they they make one and then it's like it's gone forever.
0: Yeah, I kind of I like that about craft brewing a lot actually. Yeah, that's um, a very it's
2: very English. I have found that um you know there's a like in his anorak and with his mate in like some basement in mm. you know in the West Country, going oh look, look, I'm not going to do the accent but like no, oh, go and is, do the accent ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, tis <laughs> a, a fine ale <laughs> it's not very West Country <laughs> Ingl- but it's, it's, it's just a fine just, bar in English <laughs> but yeah that guys who just make two or three barrels or something they're, and they're really good at it they're really passionate about yeah. it and they you know might drink one themselves sell two or just put a bit put it in a pub and just go there with their mate. Mm. And hmm. you know,
0: hmm. sit there drinking pump ale. Yeah, there's people mastering things for the love of it, rather yeah. than it's also you know, yeah. trying to make it a financial.
2: Yeah, yeah, thing. and it's not about going. Oh, we need to get you know, fifty years of nothing but growth out of this product. It's like no, we're going to make it for now.
0: Yeah, And the rest like of
2: that, the, that. I was listening to the one um, with uh, I can't remember the name from Two Birds. Um, Jane, Jane. she made that blackberry goza. So Ooh. I work in the same building as Yumi foods. And, I, um, right. so we drank that at like this Friday night, um, drinks with those guys. Right. So, and it was, Ooh. and it was everything that she described and yeah. it was, and it's like, it's great. It's like we found a thing, let's make a beer, try and challenge ourselves. And when it's done, we'll move on to the
0: next one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so yeah. you're, you're working in the industry now doing designs. though that right?
2: Oh yeah, I work for a little studio in Windsor, um, a little branding studio called CIP. Little... Yeah, um, we've been working a little bit with Brick Lane, um, okay. so we did all their branding. Yeah, Well that, that mm-hmm. was kind of existing before I started, but we did a few, um, few designs for them since. Mm-hmm. Um, plenty more upcoming with them, and there and yeah, it's great beer and it's like it's it's nice to think about all this stuff that it's like yeah you know um what is a beer how does a beer get presented and how does it how does it how does it, how does it look mm. you know making a beer look like it tastes is a mm. very interesting thing that i never have to really think about but like yeah. all the all my experience till now has kind of added to
0: it yes what yeah. what do, what what is that process
2: um,
0: just drinking just lots lot of, of beer. Okay. We do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to
1: have to. No, lots of. It lots again. Yeah, I can't <laughs> tell if this is an off-white or a yeah. <laughs> So
2: they they do a lot of their own internal kind of discussion about it, and it's very, um, it's all uh, very vague, but it's great it's like and it's it's all the kind of real Ponzi artistic stuff that right. you, you kind of turn your nose at but it's like it's subconscious i think like mm. you know there's the classic beer badge you know that like cooper's is a, you know yeah they're, they're, they've stay, they they've stayed they they don't have a vintage version of themselves because they've kind of kept the same mm-hmm. the same yeah. label like they they haven't gone like oh let's do a retro version mm. Like C U B, like that red and gold thing. Yeah. And then um just like like they're they're all like the classic, the classic look of beer. Um it's just how how you read it when it's on on shelf. So then there's like all the new ones, which you know guys can do a lot more interesting stuff. Like mm. garage projects are really good at doing mm. really wild yeah. designs on on things. And I think people are taking a lot of cues from them when they're um, uh, when they're when they're designing stuff yeah. um but then also there's there's a um an independent marketing body for alcohol advertising which um is closely tied with uh west farmers and which is Coles mm. or yep. Meyer right. or whoever like the two the two big ones Colesmeyer mm. and and Woolies really. Yeah. So then with that comes Dan Murphy's and Duncan's and all of them, all the mm. all of the big retailers. Right. So if it doesn't look like beer and it looks like a soft drink, it can get knocked knocked back. Right. right. Uh, which is if you want to sell millions of units, and that's part of your business plan. Hmm. That's really important. But if you're like garage projects hmm. or oh, who else? Like a bunch of whatever moon right? ah, moon Moondog's Moon Moondog's a good one. Three Ravens is another good one. Like they got they had um the, the, so the juicy Nipa N E I P A hmm. that hmm. got knocked back. But yeah, they don't right. care because they don't need to sell it um at down, down those places, they don't yeah. need to sell it out of those places. They yeah. can go. We're happy to sell it, McCoppin's, Carwin, yeah, out of our brewery, um, and then just do it direct to direct to venue, um, hmm. and that's that's great. And and that, and it's great that you know craft beer can get to that level where it where it can be viable yeah, without relying system, on yeah, a, yeah without yeah. relying on coals, yeah. Just yeah. fuck those guys. Yeah. Fuck Sorry, the I, man, just, I man. think I think I just ruined you any kind of sponsorship deal you had. That's no, but fine. that like that, that they, they just ruined everything.
0: Yeah, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. But um, the,
2: yeah, like branding for hospitality is like really interesting because you, you you've got to kind of think about people's experience of of a venue because there's like long lots of established visual language mm. with bars and pubs and restaurants and things like that. And it's, and it's like, that's how people read mm. venues. Yeah. yeah it's like true, I still yeah. think the workers club should be the Rob Roy hotel because it's got the Rob Roy hotel written, written on there, inlaid yeah. in the, in the mm. brickwork. Yeah. It's a better name as well.
0: Yeah. I think,
2: you know, and then there's the, like, um, there's so many of those pubs just have, you, you've got Royal mm-hmm. Mail, I'm sure.
1: Absolutely. This Although is, it's not actually embossed it's in not, the building, it's, it's, such, it's such a old, crappy it's, building yeah. in that <laughs> sense that there's there's actually nothing on the outside of it apart oh. from signage which has been put up.
0: Yeah, right.
2: So th- I think it's, this, I think here would have been in between that kind of gold rush era and the sort of l- early 1900s. I think. Mm. Also, because
1: Melbourne. a lot of the pub it wasn't actually part of the pub when it started. So we've in the 1980s yeah, right. it was still a shoe store next door. Yeah. Still, right. you've got the photos oh, and things of that.
0: Yeah. Right. Mm. I find that I find that stuff really fascinating. Yeah, it's, <laughs> <I> a, <laughs> it's, a, really it's great.
1: There's it someone who took all these photos of West Melbourne back in the day, in the early to mid 80s. Yeah. yeah. It's quite fantastic to see the photos.
2: Yeah. I just love um, in like when sort of pubs were so big um, and, and sort of a lot more important than they are now. Mm. Um, just because people don't didn't drive back then, but then like there was the I'm sure in in North Melbourne I went on a pub crawl
0: in that can be a very dangerous thing to do in North. I Melbourne. went on a, I went <laughs> on a pub
2: crawl in North Melbourne in oh, 2011 that spanned 18 pubs, and that was only in 3051. Yeah, mm. so this is West Melbourne here, so we didn't patron this pub, but in North Melbourne alone. There was eighteen yeah. pubs. There's five yeah. that have since closed.
1: I've always threatened to do a pub crawl of pubs that don't exist anymore in North Melbourne, <laughs> where we sit in people's apartments. Yeah, let's go. Remember yeah. the an esky and go, let's do it. You know? go on a pushy. We we'll go to the you know the Black Prince and the yeah. Great Britain and the Oasis yeah. the and Redback Uh, Oz, yep. uh <laughs>
2: The um, of, what's the no? I can't. I can never f- remember the one that was on the corner of Peel, but that was that only closed recently.
1: Oh, the um the Green Pub, the Royal Pu- the Royal Park, yeah. that fell down a bit on people.
2: Ah, oh, I lived on Howard Street when that yep. fell down. Um, so the guys who work who ran Griggin's and all bought that, mm-hmm. and they had it. They put a carpet bag of steak on the menu, and it was like that's the classic. <laughs> Not one person ordered it. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. it was delicious. Yeah, but it's if you if you just wanted oysters stuffed into your steak, that was the place to go. Oh <laughs> yeah, it, it was. Uh, that was criminal. What um, what the owners did to that building—they mm. just let it, let it completely. It was this beautiful deco mm. pub, um, and they let it just disintegrate. Yeah. Into into shit, and, and it's it's like a long, long range version of the corkman. Mm. Uh, they just it, they just right. let it let it turn to dust. Don't fix anything, and then all the mortar just cracks yeah, and then oh sorry oh, it's it's fell it fell over oh, there's nothing we can do we'll Oof. sell it we'll for, sell and put it. Yeah. and put a f- 14 story apartment block Oof. yeah oh, unfortunately more and more of that is happening all the time also devil's advocate against myself <laughs> Not, one suburb doesn't need 18 pubs. That's really? the name, that should be the name of your, or, yeah. your bar. devil's, devil's advocate <laughs> against myself the Brendan Cochran story
0: yeah um, look I think that's probably as good a point to wrap it up as any, I could literally talk to you about drones and Bellas and stuff for four hours. We didn't but even I don't get know. No, it didn't. But I think Didn't get to Laneway. No, didn't we didn't. Didn't get to sequel. <laughs> <That'll laughs> <the> <laughs> yeah. we can get you back, man. For
2: sure. No, I've got a lot of stories. You do? I've done a lot of drinking.
0: Yeah, I was worried <laughs> I was a bit worried that more stories about myself were gonna come out. But anyway, we have to wrap up the podcast here. <laughs> so <would> wait. <laughs> Um Relatively, it was always pretty
2: tame. Yeah. We got mega drunk yeah. but it no was like was never it. destructive
0: no never there were other your honor there were other yeah. du- no there were other dudes that me and monkey hung out with that were a bit more um yeah. rock and roll than we were but yeah it was usually just sitting in that booth i was talking about yeah. just drinking can after can after can after mm. can after can. <laughs>
2: well and i think since we've last talked like this far i haven't spoken to you about the tigers because
0: football was always a big part of yeah. it yeah there was a lot of football talk. Yeah, we're going okay. Tigers it going, okay? <laughs> doing all right. Uh, yeah, doing their thing. <laughs> I'm trying. I try to I don't want to sound like a Hawthorne supporter of the last 10 years or a Carlton supporter from the 80s. But yes, I've been extremely happy with the way things have been yeah. going. Well, oh, so you
2: should. It's it's the way it's the way football clubs should run. Your, your president's not a not an arsehole and not a denialist uh, against um Places he works for or is on the board for like mm. Beyond Blue. Um, <laughs> and can you think of one person who's done, like, things actively against Beyond Blue than Jeff Kennett? Like, let's just, like, keep pokies everywhere, which yeah. is, like, a really big contributor to depression. Um, but the Tigers are just, like, put in a atmosphere of, like, let's all just be really, really wonderful to each other. Yeah, I know. Who would have great. thought that that would have been That's all that it would took. conducive <laughs> to all a good took. work environment? Let's not
0: be assholes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. On that, I think – oh, actually, we need, we'll need to do some plugs, David. Do some plugs, first of all, for all of
1: our social medias and so forth. So if you haven't already liked our Instagram and Facebook and things like that for the podcast, it makes a big difference to us in letting you know when there's new things coming out. So,
0: It's yeah, just at the call room on everything, I'm pretty sure. Or the Cool Room Podcast. We can or never the Call remember. Room Podcast. Look it up. You'll find us. You'll find it. If you found this it's the first then... thing that yeah, people actually listen to it now, so it's the first thing that comes up. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and rating and reviewing us makes a big
1: difference yes. to sort of how we can get this out into the world. So if you haven't already done that or we'll recommend it to your friends, that's sort of plug number one. Yes. Um, And in Royal Mail plugging news, Mm -hmm. uh, we're doing a bushfire fundraiser on Friday the 28th with Moondog, which is the same night that the AFL is doing their uh, bushfire fundraiser at Marvel. So the good people of Moondog have chucked in a keg and we'll have some other bits and pieces to raise some funds. So if you are going to the footy, drop in before or after on your travels. Mm -hmm. And the other big exciting news is there's big changes to kitchen land at the Royal Mail and we might... uh, Get Mick from uh, Greedy Bear in to speak to us about that yeah, in nice. an episode or two. is time. So, um, but come down and experience all the new wonderfulness of the kitchen. Cool.
2: And we'll let you know about the uh, dead pub pub crawl. Yeah, yeah the, 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 the dead pu- the dead pub society. Um, dead pub society is great. Dead pub society is pretty great. <laughs> we'll it, pretty great. I, you know what? I really <laughs> miss the I really miss the railway. Yeah, with their U shaped um, bar. I've had that was such
1: weird party. Labor Party experiences in both the railway yeah. and the Royal Park. All right. But things that we really shouldn't talk about. Okay. I think that's not percent where we should
0: stop recording. Yeah. So, Brad, thank thanks you so me. much yeah. for being on, man. Um, yes, we will be back with a new uh, episode of the – what's this called? The Cool Room. Uh, very Podcast. soon. <laughs>
3: Sometimes there is nothing better to do Than to go out and get stuck into a few I'm gonna spend my time with a good friend like you